Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. On the line, host of You Better You Bet Odyssey Sports betting insider Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more of Ken Barkley's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you uh, wherever you find your podcast. Are you pro or anti Mike Leach, Ken Barkley? Mm. Ooh, pro or anti Mike Leach? Yeah, like uh, like his shtick, his funny like you know alligator arms and downfall of society. He's he he likes to rant about things. I, I like that he exists. Like, I'm glad he exists. Okay. Um, I I don't know if I'm, like, pro or against, like, stylistically. I'm just, yeah, I'm pro because I think – I was going to say we need more coaches like him, but I think it's good that there's probably only one of him. <laughs> I'm glad we have some coaches like him. In, in other sports, I would also like coaches like him, but maybe only one. I think one Mike Leach in every sport is enough. What do you think about that? Okay, what is one Mike McDaniel enough in the NFL? Well, yeah, but there's not just one Mike McDaniel. There's like 17 Mike McDaniels because they all do the same stuff. It's like more more prone to sound analytical thinking, more prone to being aggressive on fourth down, uh, you know, generally looking like a 32-year-old stoner on the sideline. Like these are like these are, you know, I think it's a growing crop of people that miss it, uh, fit this description. Are you, are you glad we started with this and not asking your Brittany Griner trade questions, huh? Why well, I, I have – can I – yeah, I'd rather not talk about the Brittany Griner story. Can I take you in a random direction here? <laughs> sure, go ahead. I'm actually, if you heard me, if you heard me typing, um, I'm actually, I am. <laughs> you you can't make this up. Whoever said sports betting was fun and it wasn't the most mundane thing ever. Uh, I just got off of support. I was chatting with support with a like very prominent sports book because I like to bet a lot of season long stuff, right? Like I like to uh, like bet a lot of futures. Like to bet a lot of uh, awards, especially, and sometimes, especially with like basketball and hockey awards there will be a player that i will want to bet on that is not listed like not even on the board hmm. but can't even bet on him because he's obscure or something has changed or whatever and i just had that actually with someone who used to play in your market so i thought it maybe would be a fun thing to bring up um nba sixth man of the year i'm sure everyone's immediately riveted by this award it's the best bench player in the nba uh gary trent jr formerly of the blazers yeah plays for the toronto raptors now and about a few games ago, like about five, six games ago, Nick Nurse made the decision to move him to the bench, which he's like started every game this season up until five games ago. And there's still plenty of time left in the season, obviously. So he's going he's gonna to be on the bench for like 60 games. And he's like a 20 points per game scorer. And he's been phenomenal since he went to the bench. But he, wasn't a, he was a starter, so he wasn't even listed like the entire time. So I literally had to go to sports books and be like, hello. I would like you to add Gary Trent Jr. to six, which I've had to do dozens of times over the last couple of years. I need you to add Gary Trent Jr. because I'd like to bet an obscene <laughs> amount of money on him to win sixth man of the year. And you don't want to be like, you know, you don't want to mention the odds. Like, I want them to try to make a mistake in pricing him. Like, I know what he should be. 
but I don't I don't want them to know what he should be. He's only listed in one sports book on earth has him listed right now. So hopefully they can't find that one and hopefully they make a mistake. And then hopefully I'll me and many, many people that I know will will try to bet into that. Well, I think all of our listeners will know, too. That's a hell of a bet right there. Who are the other candidates for sixth man of the year in the Eastern Conference? Well, I think one of the keys to making a to me, at least, this is just my opinion, to making a really valuable futures bet or awards bet, whatever, any of these kind of things season long is do you have a vulnerable favorite? Right. Like it's one thing to be like, I like this 100 to one. But, you know, if the favorite is LeBron James or Connor McDavid or Tom Brady, like, yeah. you know, going back like 10 years, like, who cares? That guy's going to win. <laughs> like, who cares? Great. Awesome bet. Also, you lose and you can't <laughs> win. Um, sixth man of the year. Russell Westbrook is an overwhelming favorite right now. And they stink. And one of the key criteria to winning the award is you have to play on a really good team. Like winning percentage for the team matters way more than in any other award. And they're awful. So he is a vulnerable favorite because they think. And so it's like, even if you don't agree with me on who you should bet on, like those are the markets where you just like really want to sink your teeth into and be like, all right, who do I want to bet on? Jordan Poole's the second favorite. He starts a lot now. Also, they kind of stink versus what we thought. Like there's all kinds of options here. Most of the guys play on the West Coast, actually, are pretty interesting. Malik Monk from the Kings is interesting. And then former Blazer Gary Trent Jr. is That's what we're trying to get down on right now. Okay. I, I, I hope Gary Trent could pay out for you because I'd, I'd be really happy. I, we liked Gary Trent out here. And oh, a, me too. A, I'd be happy too. A, yeah. a, <laughs> I'd imagine so. Uh, you know, pivoting to football, I'll ask you this. Like, Are you on a side or total for Miami Chargers? We talked a lot about that game today. We're excited for it because you get the Tua Herbert thing, but – Two teams in interesting spots. Miami coming off their loss. The Chargers coming off a loss. This one was flexed into Sunday night. It's big for both. What are you on a side or total for this game? I uh, I do like the Chargers, and I but I was only able to. I had to wait because three and a half was what I wanted in the game to make the bet. So the Dolphins were like actually they were even two and a half point favorites early in the week. Couldn't be less interested at that number. They were three-point favorites yesterday, but it was starting to move in their direction. And what's likely to happen, too, especially Wednesday and Thursday, is you start to get those injury reports, right? And for the Dolphins, I think there was a lot of concern. You know, is Teron Armstead, their left tackle, who's, like, paid a billion dollars to uh, in free agency? Are they, is he going to be available? Is Jalen Waddle going to be available? He got hurt in their last game. Is Tua going to be available? He got hurt in their last game. Mm -hmm. And all the, I think it seems like all systems go for those guys. And so the market kind of moved out to three and a half with the idea that maybe those guys would play. Well, that's great because now I get to bet the Chargers at three and a half. Just want the key number of three in the game. Feels a little closer than that. My projection is exactly three. Three is the most valuable number you can have, basically, in betting professional football. Um, being expected to win by margin hasn't gone great in a bunch of games this year. Think about last time we saw them on Sunday Night Football was against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Maybe you guys remember that game. Pickett had a couple drives at the end of that game. Dolphins were a big favorite. To Pickett actually had a couple drives to go down and win the game and came up just short. Dolphins haven't done great in this kind of a situation. Maybe they win, but it probably is a close game, uh, and I like getting the key number of three. Okay. All right. We're talking about Ken Barkley at Lockie Lockerson on Twitter. I look at two unders this weekend. Ken and I want to ask you about these. I, I have been riding the unders in Denver Broncos games until the wheels fall off because their offense is just god-awful. Their defense is damn good. But they're playing the Chiefs this weekend, so I'm a little worried about that because the line is like 9.5 or something like that. And then you also have the under in Tampa and San Francisco, which it just it feels like the easiest bet of the week to me. Like the, the, the Buccaneers' offense sucks. The 49ers are playing with Brock Purdy, and the Buccaneers' defense is good. Like, I, First off, which over-under do you, do you like better? And is the Buccaneers 49ers under the easiest bet of the weekend? 
Oh man, which one do I like? I actually do kind of like both. So I think we're we're sort of seeing the board the same way okay. from a, a total standpoint. Look at that. I'm learning from the yeah, master as the week goes on, as the year goes on. You know, <laughs> you can't go wrong with Denver unders. I mean, yeah. it's just if you look, it's their schedule with the results on it. You actually laugh when you look at it. It's the only schedule where you look at it, you just start laughing because it's every game. It's just like eleven six. Like twelve two right. or something. It's just it's completely stupid. Like one of the dumbest seasons any team has ever had. Like high expectations, and then every game. Imagine being in like nine one score games and lose all nine, and it's just and not even really having a chance. Right. Like just like ah, uh, you know, we're down seven, but ah, uh, we just lose. We're just not going to win. That's what that's the story of the Denver Broncos season. So I actually think they can cover this number. Because uh, that's they've covered this number the entire season against mm-hmm. teams like this, honestly, uh, and 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 they've lost, which I also expect them to do in the game. I, but if I had to pick a total, I like more. I don't know who's scoring in Tampa and San Francisco. Tampa couldn't score against New Orleans for 56 minutes. Yeah. Now they're going to play the best defense in the league. Their offensive line is in shambles, and they're going to play Bosa, and it's going to go great. Like that's what's going to happen. Like they're not scoring. Maybe Purdy's good enough that it gets this over the number. But, like, think about what I just said. I mean, that's half, that's likely. So I just – I know it's a really low number. It's 37 and a half now, so it actually got that up a half point. Uh, I think that's my favorite one. I just – I can't ever get to either team having a ton of success offensively in yeah. the game. I can't I, – I, one game I think a lot of people have interest in, and I, I'm sure you and Nick are going to keep diving in as the week goes on and, and on Sunday. Uh, it's, it's fascinating. You don't get a lot of teams with the record of the Minnesota Vikings – going on mm. the road at a team like the yeah. Lions, and they end up actually being a dog in this one. They are one-and-a-half-point dogs right now in almost every book. There's one that I'm seeing where it's reversed. The Vikings are favorite, but that's one. All of the books have the Lions as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. That that I'm falling into a trap here. I haven't made a bet yet, but I'm kind of falling into a trap. Uh, what are your thoughts when you see Minnesota as a one-and-a-half-point dog at Detroit? So when, when you're saying you're falling into a trap, you, you're saying – you kind of wanted that Minnesota, and you're afraid nope. that this is like a, nope. a rigged game? No. Nope. Like, what are we arguing? To here? me, yeah. the, the trap the trap for me feels like I want to bet Detroit because I don't get this. Why is Vegas doing oh, this? Oh, so you're like, it's like a trap in a trap. Yes. It's like a double trap. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh. I'm looking at the double trap. Here, double Tim. jeopardy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. double trap. Yes. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yes. See, the, the books want me to do something, but then I really should do the opposite side, but then maybe they want me to do that. Yes. So now i got to come back and do the other thing. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. that's a this is like some 5D chess going on right now. This is good. Um, honestly, and I, it, this is one of those points, Fred, right, where if you don't bet but you love football, you will be astonished by this point. Spread. I mean, it's really just like if you – but if you bet and if you understand, like, how the Vikings have been rated the entire season, less than a field goal at home against the Patriots, less than a field goal at home against the Jets, mm-hmm. like, what what is it – when they go on the road, what's it supposed to be to a team that's playing really well right now? And – uh, I don't have a bet in the game yet. I, my philosophy on this game was going to be, even before the number opened, whichever team, if any team was going to be a three-point underdog, I was going to bet that team, whoever that was. didn't matter who it was going to be because I think they're very evenly rated. Now, it looks like the team that – I can't believe this. It looks like the team that might be a three-point underdog is Minnesota more often than not. Um, and I would bet them at that number, but I would never bet them at anything less than this. And for people who are listening, maybe who don't bet, and they're like, ah, oh, you know, Vikings are te- – like, they're 10-2. and two. Like, how can they be an under, like, you're all stupid. The Vikings just win all of these games. That, I mean, you'd be right. Like, you uh, you would have won a lot of money betting on the Vikings so far this year. But the reason they're a dog, like, they are quite possibly the worst pass defense in the entire NFL. And that includes Houston and the Bears 
and Atlanta and teams that get shredded, the Vikings are worse than all of them. The Vikings are also worse than about 10 other statistical categories, most of them on defense, and the offense is pretty average. So, like, how are they winning? Well, they're winning because they, in basically in a key moment of every game they've played, they make an exceptional play. Either they force a turnover from the opposing team, the opposing team does something stupid, like Josh Allen not being able to get the ball out of his own end zone, yeah. Justin Jefferson makes a fantastic catch. Like, in singular moments, the Vikings have been amazing. Over the totality of the game, they've been awful. I mean, dreadful in some of these games. So, like, that's why they're dogs. It's not, I would, I'll do, it's not a trap. And it is also not a double trap, I would say. So if we get to three on either side, I would bet that dog. I love it, man. We got to double traps. I do want to th- uh, shout you out and thank you for telling me to stay away from left hand up. Who are we, Commanders, last week? That was a roller coaster of emotions because they jumped out to a 10 nothing yeah. lead. And I'm like, why didn't I bet this? Ken's an idiot. And yeah. then the Giants came back, and I'm like, Ken's a genius. Thank you for telling me to not bet this. And I went back and forth like two more times. Uh, anything else that stands out to you on the board that you love this weekend on your big board? Yeah, there's a couple things. Uh, this number is starting to move a little bit. I really think it's going to move more before Sunday. I think I don't know how the Bills can be less than 10 against the Jets. Um, mm. It's a really, really advantageous situation for Buffalo. Probably getting a little healthier, like basically a mini buy because they played Thursday against the Patriots. And the Jets are going from at Minnesota to this game. Just the setup here is like very pro Bills. The Jets already beat them in the first meeting this season. And the number is less than 10. My number is 10 and a half with all the schedule stuff built in. This is starting to move. So they're nine and a half still on the board, but like now it's starting to become 10. Nine and a half, I think, is a really good bet. And then I'm really contrarian. I know everyone loves the Bengals now, and they're awesome. Like they beat the Chiefs. How could they not be awesome? They just beat the Chiefs. And Burrow's amazing. And Burrow may end up passing Mahomes maybe in some stat categories later this year, especially if Mahomes fits the last game. But I can never make the Bengals a six-point favorite against Deshaun Watson and the Browns. Like, I can't get to the number. The Browns own this series historically. They've won five in a row Hmm. against Burrow and Zach Taylor with Stefanski. Like, it's just like a great matchup for them. And it's a big number because the Bengals looked so good last week. So, I like Cincinnati as a team. I think they could go to the Super Bowl again. I think they could win the Super Bowl. But just six at home against a team that has had a lot of success against them feels like too many points. I I was thinking, Ken, uh, this weekend when Dirt said that about the Commanders, do you realize how many people early on in the 10 a.m. Pacific slate at one point probably curse your name out loud because of the beginning of a game and they're like, Ken was on the other side of this and I listened to him. What is this? Oh, what a delightful thought. Everybody cursing my name at the same time. Damn it, Ken! It shows your power. It really, it shows your power. He's the most powerful man in gambling. That's what we say. That's what we say around here. Yes, he is. We're playing, we're playing fight. Is that what you say around here? Yeah, that's what we say. Is that what you say around here? I'm the most powerful man in gambling. Didn't you say you just talked, didn't you just talk to like Caesars or something? You just got off the phone with like the head of Caesars? It's like Caesar. Yes, that's what it was. I actually called Caesar. Yeah, Yeah, I actually did. I called him right from the floor of the Senate. Yeah, and I called him. I said, hey, man, Gary Trent Jr. Like, you know, know, put the robe on. Let's go down to the old tablets. Let's carve this one out. Let's make a bet. Yeah, Yeah, did J.B. Smoove answer your call? Is he the guy? Or is it Cooper Manning? Cooper Manning on the other end? I think he's got bigger fish to fry. I think he's probably pretty busy right now. I don't know if he can take my call. Uh, He's the host of You Better You Bet Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Ken Barkley, Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Lockie Lockerson, and you can check out his new substack, The Chalkboard, where he's a writer now, too. Ken, we always appreciate the time. Chat again next Thursday. All right, sounds good. Don't fall for any double traps, okay? Don't let it happen. (laughs) Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 